0: And welcome to Aging Options right here on AM 770 KTTH. So glad you could join us on this 24th of December. Oh my gosh, Rajiv, what does that mean? Tonight, what
1: happens? Imagine that. We should be hearing the bells coming in, the sleigh bells ringing.
0: Indeed. In fact, actually, according to multiple reports, we're going to hear them early.
1: Oh, my gosh. There they
0: are. <laughs> uh, wow. Oh, there's Rudolph there. I can Rudolph. see the nose. Rudolph. <laughs> Rudolph. Uh, are, are you going gl- to Can we actually you know what? I was going to get a out of here, but Rudolph, can we get a sleigh ride home? No. Oh, Rudolph didn't hear me. Rudolph is going away. He
1: is gone. He Rudolph is gone. Is, Rudolph But left. nonetheless, you know, what is not gone is the holiday upon us. So mm-hmm. happy holidays and Merry Christmas, everyone. It is such a great time to be with you and such a great time to be. In this country in the moment that we are So I, I hope you're enjoying yourselves Your holidays as you listen To this show this is For all of you in the listener land
0: Absolutely and we've taken This time during this holiday season As we close in on Christmas here to Listen to some of our favorite calls from 2022 Because we're about to end the year it's about to be 2023 Receive. I'm not joking I literally cannot believe it When I say you know like we're about to go Into the 23. It, it is. My- I mean, it, how
1: does that happen? It happens every year. It just comes faster every year. And Tariq, as, as as young as you are, like you're what, you know, four years of age, by the time you're six, <laughs> it'll move a little faster. Yeah. By that time you're 20, it'll move even a little bit faster. Exactly. By the time you're as old as I am, 162, <laughs> it'll sixty-two, it'll it'll move really fast for you at that point of time. But it happens. And I'm glad it does, because what's the alternative? Not a good one.
0: Very true, absolutely, very true, and you know what? We just want to take this time, as I mentioned, to thank you so much for listening into this show uh, this past year and a half or so. just just listening to the show in general, and we hope you 're having a wonderful time with your families right now, with your friends, with your loved ones on uh, during this Christmas holiday, and the fact that it 's on a weekend is also really cool. Um, it a is. lot of you, yeah, a lot of the weekday workers I yeah. mean because I mean as someone who has worked um, many Christmases and many Thanksgivings. It is very nice to see it line up on a Saturday night. Like, it's very, in many ways, it's so nice that people get to spend it with their loved ones. And uh, you know what? We're going to take our um our first call here. We're going to listen to one of our favorite calls from 2022 right here on Aging Options. Our first one for today comes from Larry. Calling from Shoreline. Larry, take it away. Yes,
2: sir. I, I, I was wondering, uh, uh state of Washington, I believe, is a community property state. In a simple uh, marriage, does a husband have to leave a wi- uh, will for his wife uh, if all they have is like the house, a car, and maybe a bank account? And uh, yeah. um, mm-hmm. it might matter if the house is in both per- uh, a spouses' names, so him and her. And maybe if there's a mortgage, I don't know if that involves it, but I don't know if you have to go to probate with the house
1: the short answer is yeah you have to go through probate and you do not need a will for a community property uh, law to to give everything to your surviving spouse if indeed this is your one and only marriage if this is your second marriage or and you have children from a previous marriage then not everything is going to go to your your spouse Uh, half of it will Mm -hmm. go to your spouse the other half will go to your children from your previous marriage so there's some Rules that are mm-hmm. drafted. So the question that you really are mm-hmm. asking—it's—it's it's an interesting question. We get, I get asked this question all the time. That look, we are in a community property state. Why? Why do I need to do a will? I mean, everything is going to go to the to the spouse, isn't it? And the short answer is, yeah. And here's how. Here's what you need to know about community property laws. Community property laws, for the most part, basically say that everything that you acquired during marriage, the, from from the time that you got married, everything you've acquired since then. Is fifty percent presumptively fifty percent belongs to the husband and fifty percent belongs to the spouse. So. But there is nothing in the community property laws that says that when you die, you must leave your 50% to your spouse. You can choose to do that. You can write a will. You can uh, actually write a community property agreement basically saying that I don't have to leave it to my spouse, but I'm choosing to leave it. That's typically what we will need to end up doing. The community property laws recognize that a lot of people do not write wills. And then if they don't write a will, then we have to have some rules and regulations placed to say who will get the house. And the rules basically say if this is your one and only marriage and you've been married long enough, uh, no kids from a prior marriage, then we are going to presume that the community property, you would have wanted to leave it to your spouse. If not your spouse to your children equally, etc. And so there's the that's called intestacy laws of intestacy, which is that's how the distribution is going to be made. The question then you ask yourself is, OK, I don't have to write a will. I mean, the, the government has done me a favor. They've already done the will. Should I write a will? And the answer is, well, I mean, the will may not be nearly as important as writing a power of attorney, a living will, a mental health advance directive, and some of these other legal documents. Because when you're dead and gone and the law is clear that your share will go to your spouse because this is your only marriage, well, that's easy. But if you have, let's say, if, if if you fall ill, Will your spouse be able to call your cell phone company and deal with your cell phone bills? Probably not. Try try doing that today. If the cell phone is in your name and your wife needed to deal with your cell phone, will that company even allow her to access your account? The answer is no. And now you're setting yourself up for something called a guardianship, a court created power of attorney. Take six to nine months, tens of thousand dollars later, and then you probably get that power of attorney prepared by a court. Not a good idea to do. The other thing that you have to think about is, look, I mean, when you're thinking, your question basically posits that your biggest concern at this point in time, Larry, is if I die, how do I protect my wife? Do I have that, that, that thinking correct?
2: Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. <laughs> At least right, yeah. Simply
1: put, I mean, I want to do something to to protect my spouse. And if you really mm-hmm. think about that, that's what we the, your neighbors talk about that. We all think that is the most important thing. But in the end, let me share this with you. What will be more important than how do you protect your wife by leaving the house to her? will be how do you protect your house from not being lost to long-term care? you not becoming a burden to your wife. That means if you fall ill, how do you make sure that your wife is not going to become your unpaid caregiver in the process and that you're not going Mm -hmm. to lose all your money in the process because Medicare is not going to cover anything? Mm -hmm. That's not what Mm -hmm. we talk about. That's not what they teach us in law school. That's not what financial Mm -hmm. planners talk to you about. And in the end, I mean, the reason why I do the work that I do, I watched my father-in-law having done exactly what you're proposing to do. He went to a lawyer. He got a will. And in the will, he said, I want to, if I die, I want to leave everything to my wife. He had a power of attorney. He says, if I can't become, uh, if I can't manage my affairs, my wife will be able to take care of it. And if not her, then my daughters in some order. And he had a living will that if I am in a coma, don't put a feeding tube, just pull the plug. He did all of that, right? Normal planning. And then his life took a slightly different trajectory. He ended up getting Alzheimer's. Once he gets Alzheimer's, his wife takes care of him for six or seven years at home. And then eventually he ends up in the nursing home because his wife could only do it so long alone. When he gets to the nursing home, all the money that they had saved for retirement, it goes out of the window. And, and his wife had to then finally, when they had spent all the cash down, they had to look to Medicaid and Medicaid then started paying the bills. That's the, about mm-hmm. the time that I was getting in touch with his family. And right from the first day on, mm-hmm. the first time I walked into the nursing home, I'm saying, how does the richest country in the world plan their future? And mm-hmm. give older people such poor, pathetic outcomes. And over 22 years, if I've done anything right in my, in my, in my, in my professional career, is to understand mm-hmm. how this problem actually happens. And the good news in all of this is it doesn't need to happen. So you're asking the right mm-hmm. question. I, I don't want to take you off on a beaten path. You called about a question about community property. Hopefully, I've given you the answer. But I would suggest yeah. to you, as I would suggest to every other listener, Think about it. Don't just be, don't just follow the beaten path of everyone going to a lawyer and saying, I want a will or a trust, who gets what when I die. What you really want to talk about is, how do I live my life so that I don't end up in a nursing home, I don't die broke, and I don't become a burden to my loved ones. That's not a conversation mm-hmm. you're going to get from financial planners or doctors or lawyers. <clears throat> That's something you have to go to, someone like me, like a life planner. Make sense? Okay.
2: Okay. Yeah. Now, the only thing I don't understand is it's probate. Yep. If everything else is clean and taken care of, you got to hire an attorney. To, the wife would have to hire an attorney to take her through probate, right?
1: Yeah, and the reason is in pretty simple. The reason is this. When Larry dies and he's leaving the house to, to his wife, Mary, mm-hmm. let's just pretend mm-hmm. it's Mary, mm-hmm. how do we mm-hmm. know that when Larry died, he did not die owing money to third parties? Maybe Larry got stuck in a hospital, And the hospital did some Mm -hmm. services, and they should be paid before Mary gets the money. Maybe Larry had Mm -hmm. hired a a contractor to do some work in the house. We should Mm -hmm. not be taking care of Larry's heirs, his wife, his children, before we take care Mm -hmm. of legitimate creditors who need to be paid money. That's the whole theory behind the probate process. So the probate basically is there to protect creditors. It says that when Larry dies, go to court. And publish a newspaper mm-hmm. a notice in the newspaper that Larry is now dead. If you have a claim, bring it now, otherwise hold your peace.
2: Yeah. That's so we have to probate. go she'd have to go to an attorney to have that posted in, in the paper. Unless you do probate,
1: I guess. unless you do something called a Uh, 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 transfer on death deed so the state of Washington has recognized we are one of the few states that says instead of having a deed that says that Larry and Mary own the house you can say Larry and Mary own the house and if Larry dies then it will go to Mary if Mary dies it will go to Larry that's called a transfer on death deed that will help you avoid okay you
2: can do that you can do a revocable living trust maybe I'll have Maybe I'll understand this a little more, and if that doesn't work, I'll have to make an appointment with you, I guess.
1: I, you know, go to somebody who can actually help you with the bigger picture. But, yeah, come to a seminar. I think you'll get world-class education. That I promise you.
2: Yeah. Transfer on death deed, huh? Is that correct? Yeah. Yep.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. That's an instrument All that right. can be prepared. Thank you, for and your
2: time and thank you for your time and your patience with me. I appreciate that.
1: Anytime, Larry. Age on. Thanks for the call.
0: All right, sir. So- Thank you. All right, Rajiv, we are back here on Aging Options AM 770 KTTH. The Christmas special, Rajiv. <laughs>
1: yes, it is. Indeed. Indeed. Happy holidays, everyone. And Merry Christmas to everyone.
0: Indeed. And, um, you know, very special time of year um, for our families, especially. You know, it's been a um, it's it's been it's been it's very nice to like to recognize our, our loved ones and just and just thank them for you know for being there for us and just you know it's it's been some difficult times i think with uh um, you know with both of our lives um recently unfortunately yeah. with things going on and um i think it's nice to kind of just step aside and say as because as you can probably guess we're not live uh this week to step aside and uh you know just appreciate the loved ones around you and um and just show them what you mean to them. It's, no
1: doubt. And um, Tariq I got to tell you that, you know, every time that I sit down with my family, and this has been happening for many, many years. Uh, back in the 1980s, when I first jumped on my flying carpet, came to America, this is this is the Disneyland. This is the the, the, the fairy tale that, that few people in the world can say they get to live every day and I by was allowed to this opportunity to live here. And when I talk to my family, I talk to my wife, my children, I look at them and say, Look, I mean we have our family, but our family is much bigger. And we've got a family in India, we got a family here in the States, we've got a family in Spokane, we got a family all over the country. But the biggest part of the family is also the listener group. I mean, think about it. And 22 years ago, when I came here, uh, or not not 22 years ago, 22 years ago, when I started this radio show and started doing this work, uh, the biggest trepidation that I had was, who will listen to this, this uh, third world tale, if you will, <laughs> right? Will, will people even do that? And you guys uh, responded to it. Uh, my thinking was that, you know, who will respond to the message that I I want to help you stay out of nursing homes. I want to help you not become a burden to other people. I mean, this is something that I grew up with. This was easy for me. Uh, but would the first world, would America be ready for this message? And would this even resonate with them? And over 22 years and two PBS shows uh, after and workbooks and books after, uh, clearly you have made this possible. So know how grateful I am for each and every single one of you who chose to become my clients to walk through a very different journey than what you would have walked through if you had just gone to a financial planner or an attorney uh, who was not a life planner. And you, you you gave me that confidence over the years with eight 9,000 of you in the greater Seattle area who are out there. Uh, I have brick by brick and by, by step by step built my confidence level to a point where today I know for a fact, today I know for a fact that what we do it matters because we are able to keep people away from institutional care settings. We are, people, we are able to help people not become a burden to loved ones. And most importantly, or equally as importantly, we are able to protect your hard-earned assets so they don't get depleted by costs to nursing homes or the government. So thank you, and, and you have my heartfelt thanks on all this. So Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Know that you have another family member you didn't think you had.
0: Man, that's. Man, I have to talk after that, <laughs> Rajiv.
1: Man, no, 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 that was, no. That
0: was very. That was that was really sweet. Honestly, that was very nice. Um, because it, it can be a lonely time of year for some people. Um, it is. Who you know maybe don't have, don't have the um, uh, don't have the loved ones that they they once had, or maybe are just go through a bit of a rough spell. So that's very very sweet of you to say. And um, speaking of uh, sweet um, listeners, guess what? We're going to listen to more of our uh, favorite calls from you from 2022. And, well, we're going to start this segment by talking to D, calling in from Seattle. Dee, go right on ahead.
4: I'm 79. I'm single. And I want to redo uh, a will that I did a year ago. And I am... Uh wondering what does this mean um i've never gone to an elder law attorney, and maybe it's time for me to do this and i'd like to know what is the difference between an elder law attorney and attorney the attorney that I see advertise like say on TV that say yeah. they uh, they do wills,
1: yeah. Yeah, the, what a great question that is, you know, and, and when we work in the field, we intuitively know what the difference is. And the easiest way, D, that I can help you see the difference is, what is the difference between an internal medicine doctor and a cardiologist? What is the difference wow. between a podiatrist and a dermatologist? Right. And even though everyone is a doctor to begin with, everyone is a doctor. They all go to med school. They all learn all the same skills. And then some people stay back and say, I am really interested to know how somebody's heart works. So if you have a heart attack, you're not going to go see a podiatrist. You're not going to see your internal medicine doctor. Indeed, a good internal medicine doctor will say to you, oh, I'm going to send you to a cardiologist. Right. That's the same similar type of difference that you have between state planning and elder law. Look, when you were young, when you were in your 30s and 40s, the biggest issues that you were dealing with were well, you know, if I have that accident and die, or if I become ill, you know, how, who do I want to leave my stuff to? And who will manage my finances and health care? And, and if I get into a coma because, after an accident, do I want a feeding to feed into you? That's estate planning. Estate planning is really about three solving three problems. Problem number one. You have accumulated stuff while you were living. Who do you want to leave all this stuff to? For that, you will do a will or a trust, and a state planning attorney is well-equipped to go ahead and help you with that. The second thing that you will take a look at is death is not the only bad thing that can happen. I could fall ill. If I fall ill, somebody will need to continue to do things for me, like pay bills, file taxes, manage my money, et cetera. Who do I want to do that to? And for that, you prepare a power of attorney. The power of attorney is a typical document that is only good while you're living. The moment you die, it dies with you. Now the will and the trust will take over. So this is a document that says who will manage my finances, health until such time that I die. And the third document that you will prepare is to recognize there is death. Yes, there is illness. Yes, but there's end of life. I am actively dying. My body is shutting down, but the medical community has a different idea. Oh, we can put you on a ventilator. We can give you dialysis. We can give you a feeding tube. Do I want a feeding tube if I was in a coma? In other words, how do I want to die? Now, D, I if I was an estate planning attorney, I promise you I would spin this to make it sound a whole lot better for you. But the honest to goodness truth is... Typical estate planning is about who gets what when I die, how do I die, who's going to manage my stuff till I die. That is okay when you were 30 and 40. Now, today in your 70s, closing in on 80, look at the rest of your life and ask yourself this fundamental question. Can you think of anything more important you want to accomplish other than who gets what when I die, how do I die, who's going to manage my stuff till I die? And the answer is, sure. Jeannie, here are my three wishes. I never want to end up in a nursing home. I don't want to be a burden to my children, and I don't want to die broke. When you compare this, these goals to the work in the state planning lawyer will do and say how many of these goals were accomplished by the die-to-die planning, and the answer is not a single one. That's what an elder law attorney does. They will take a look at the same set of facts, the same situation, but they will analyze and evaluate your issues very differently because you're in a very different station in life. And I promise you, it takes skill and experience to be able to appreciate the nuances and the differences. That's what an elder law attorney does.
4: Oh my goodness. Um, this is amazing information. I I had a vague idea. This is what you would say. And um, I know if I went my to my primary care doctor, um, uh, I, I don't know if she'd even if refer me to an elder care attorney, you know, to do my will and to... No? To, to be educated. That's what we need at this age. Like what you just said, to be educated. And I just right. made some notes when you were talking. Um, uh, uh, can you tell me... Um, oh, uh, first of all, I would like your office phone number so that I can call tomorrow. And for sure, yeah, ready the, to make an appointment, yes.
5: For sure.
1: The office number you can call is 253 yes. 838 Three four five four. Okay,
4: that's two five three eight three eight three four five four.
1: Yep, you got it. Thank you. Okay. Okay.
4: Um, will your office send me like a packet of information so that I can bring whatever papers I need to, yep.
1: like my assets and all that? Okay. Yep. Okay. When you make the appointment, they'll send you an intake form and you will fill yep. all that out, come in, and then you will spend about two hours with an attorney and they'll go over all this stuff, tell you as to what you need to do, where you need to go, what it'll cost, and yes. then you can decide. And if you want to avoid having to... Mm-hmm. Spend that two-hour conversation and, and do do it uh, totally free on the cheap. Go to the next seminar. Dee, I can yeah. tell you, for, for 22 years I've been educating people, and I don't care whether people come work with me. They go to another lawyer, do whatever they do. My mission yeah. in life, after watching my father-in-law get stuck in a nursing home when I was not a lawyer, was to become that type of lawyer that can do different work. And 22 Mm. years, I have been educating people, and now I'm doing it on the national stage. My whole goal is to wake up America, shake them up, and say, America, the richest country in the world, wake up. We put 70% of our older people in nursing homes. They don't get to live out their lives in their own home. We make sure that everyone is going to become a burden on their children, despite having a power of attorney, because the power of attorney was done wrong. And you need to do it. So the seminar will give you a really good idea about how we approach the planning issue differently than an estate planning attorney. And then we will also give you a breakdown on all sorts of prices that you can end up picking and choosing. And then you can decide in that seminar whether we are the right attorneys for you or not, or well. whether you want to just take that information and go to a different attorney to deal with.
4: Yes, I, um, I, I'm I not good at driving any more long distances. I just I, like have this anxiety. So I Got would, um,
1: Makes sense. Let,
4: you know, um, I will, first of all, have a long conversation, uh, possibly with one of your attorneys on the phone, and then sure. execute whatever I need to, you know, after that. And yep. I went, I'll share this with you without giving names, uh, four years ago, maybe it's five now, I went to an attorney. And he does divorce, you know, and a lot mm-hmm. of other things and wills. And um, uh, he, uh, um, uh, he did my will. And he, he's uh, like a friend of a friend. You know, I didn't know him personally. And I was his last uh, um, client for the day. And I got one hour. And I got like uh, a fee that he gave for friends and family, you know, to me, which mm-hmm. was nice. And uh, none of this was discussed with me. It was okay. Everything goes to my daughter. And uh, uh, it was so, I mean, I was like um, rushed out of there and we were done, you know. And mm-hmm. I came home with all these questions and felt like, um like, I went to a doctor, and all they took was my temperature and my blood pressure, and I had other problems. And they said, well, you know, um, this will fix you up, which it won't, you know. Yes. Correct. Oh, wow. You've really educated me here, and I'm going to call okay. tomorrow. And I think two hours, you know, is a um, great for the first visit um, to, to have the uh, attorney um, uh, get a good picture of what my needs are and what how, how I want to plan uh, in, in uh, all aspects. You know, like I want to plan um, uh, how do I take care of myself when I'm at home, you know, my health care and all. Uh, that's my number one thing to take care of me, and then it's my my heirs. Yes.
1: Right. Okay. Right. Thank you D for the I thought, call. I look forward to yes. having one of my attorneys speak with you and and yes. put you on the right path.
4: Good. Oh, well, Rajiv, thank you very much. I really enjoy your program. Thank you again.
1: Yeah. Thank you for listening and age on D. We'll talk soon. I will. <laughs> thank you.
0: Thank you so much D for sharing uh sharing your story. Time for a break. You are listening to Aging Options right here on AM 770 KTGH.
6: So I switched to Boost Mobile and got this free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone.
5: Why do you think they call it the Galaxy?
6: Maybe because the Samsung Galaxy A23 has a huge screen. And galaxies are huge, gravitationally bound systems of stars rotating around a supermassive black hole.
7: And the phone is free?
6: When you switch to Boost Mobile. Cool.
7: You lost me to gravitationally bound. Switch to Boost and get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. Limited time offer while supplies last. New customers only exclude tax. One device offer per line. Only available on certain networks. 5G not available everywhere. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details.
6: Alpine Specialty Services home of the famous carpet cleaning super trucks. You heard me right. Trucks with an S. Jason Rance here for Alpine Specialty Cleaning. They've added more super trucks to their fleet to get to more jobs this holiday season. The Alpine crew knows you've got family and friends coming over for the holiday so make sure those pet stains and dirty footprints on your carpets are gone. Alpine Specialty Clean super trucks will have your carpets looking like new alpine's unique superheated 260 degree deionized water it's going to get the stains out it's a sanitizing chemical free cleaning process something important to me how quickly the carpets dry because the super trucks extreme extraction process it cuts the dry time in half what else is quick scheduling your appointment through text all you have to do is text alpine to 206-339-5684 And when you mention KTTH, you'll save 25% off your next carpet cleaning. Head on over to alpineclean.com, alpineclean.com or text 206-339-5684.
7: If the last couple of years have taught us one thing, it's to value the things we can control this year. And addressing hair loss is no exception. My friends at Advanced Hair Restoration can reverse years or even decades of hair loss with the same simple one-day treatment that worked for me. Your own natural hair begins to regrow grow the very next day and your new hair is backed by the advanced hair guarantee it works for bald spots receding hairlines thinning hair men women younger wiser and of course it worked for me and the top rated physicians at advanced hair have changed the lives of tens of thousands of people and now it's your turn schedule your free consultation by calling 425-449-8185 and to celebrate the new year get special financing 250 free hair grafts and 250 off value the things you can control and start regrowing your own natural hair today that's 425-449-8185 or become inspired with the before and after pictures at advancedhair.com are you concerned that with volatile markets and high inflation that your retirement won't be able to sustain the quality of life that you want for 30 plus years if yes then claim your free copy of 7 Steps to a Successful Retirement today this book was written to show you how to sustain yourself and your wealth throughout retirement to get Get your copy, text KTTH to eight three three six seven three seventy three seventy three. That's KTTH to eight three three six seven three seventy three seventy three. 673 Find out more at madronafinancial.com. The nation is listening to AM 770 KTTH.
8: Here with me now, U.S. Bosnia conflict veteran and KTTH Seattle morning host, it is Brian Suits.
7: Local voices leading the national conversation. The Russians, the 18 and 19 year old kids, in many cases they're fighting ethnic Russians that like being a Ukrainian citizen. Brian Suits. They don't want to be under Putin's army or Putin's Russian. I gotta think that a lot
6: of Russian senior leadership did not pass that
4: on to Putin. Jason Rant, seattle radio talk show host in focus now welcome to the fox family jason rants
6: democratic policies are to blame they keep prolific offenders out of jail they get endless chances and if they don't stop their behavior bam all of a sudden we just throw money at some social program and some nonprofit that supposedly addresses these root problems or root causes of this issue and they do none of that jason rants really driving it home thank you for being in focus
7: this is am 770 ktth
5: streaming live on the ktth app As you go about your daily life, look closer. As you gather with family and friends, look closer. Right in your community, there are youth who don't have the home, warmth, and healing you have. So, look closer. Closer. Every year across America, a staggering 4.2 million youth are homeless or trafficked. Covenant House is the national leader providing safe housing for youth 50 years strong. Tonight, 2,000 young people will sleep safely in a Covenant House bed. And tomorrow, they will wake up surrounded by love. Every youth who walks into Covenant House gets clean clothes, hot meals, medical care, and a safe place to sleep 24 hours a day, seven days a week in sites across America to help them fulfill the great promise of their lives. So look closer at Covenant House and help us fight youth homelessness. To help or get help, go to covenanthouse.org. Roxanne Watson is on a mission. Hello, how are you doing today? She wants more people to register as organ, eye, and tissue donors. Are you an organ donor? Yes, I am. Yay. Ready?
4: My goal is to sign up the most people in the United States.
5: (laughs) What drives her? Roxanne's own life was saved through the gift of a heart transplant made possible by an organ donor. I
4: decided that day that I was going to devote myself to the cause of organ donation and signing people up and honoring my donor by doing that.
5: Now she's back to health, and she's a powerful force helping to save lives every day through her work. Imagine what you can make possible by leaving behind the gift of life.
4: Eight people can be helped with the major organs and up to 50 people can be helped with a little bit of everything and when you think about it that way that you could help that many people it's amazing it really is
5: learn more and sign up as an organ eye and tissue donor go to organdonor.gov a message from the u.s department of health and human services health resources and services administration (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, it is a funny joke oh oh sorry i didn't see you there <laughs> uh, we were just joking around with santa claus right here on am 770 7- tth 7- K- it's aging options boy santa he is uh quite the jokester i'll tell you that and uh very excited to be talking with you on this the 24th of december which means santa i, mean, I don't know why santa's talking with us you know well i mean he's, he's got a lot of work to do i Oh, I mean, he's he's done most of the work. He's just here. He's making. got a li- Has he checked his list twice? Yeah. Are you thinking? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he might be just maybe he's slacking off this year. I don't know. It's just you know, he's just chilling with us. He should be out there, you know, getting his uh, NORAD ready, preparing the uh, the. I think that's the GPS for gift giving. I mean, there's a lot of um, kids who are naughty and nice, and I gotta say, you know, they gotta be attended to. Yeah. But Merry Christmas from all of us here at the Aging Options uh, Radio Show. We are taking this time to listen to some of our favorite calls of 2022. And uh, Santa, by the way, he's been listening in today. And you know what? He approves. But Santa actually wanted to know. That's why he was laughing, because we told him some jokes. Uh, But we also gave him great information that made him very happy about the seminars. All right. And there's a few seminars coming up that he wanted to know about. And we feel like, well, if Santa wants to know, you should know, too. So Saturday, January 7th. At 1.30 p.m., there's a seminar happening at the Hilton Garden Inn in Olympia. All right. Also, if you can't make that, we're not offended. Don't worry. We're not we're not offended like that because Tuesday, January 10th at 6.30 p.m., another seminar happening at the Courtyard Marriott in downtown Tacoma. And on Thursday, January 12th, another seminar happening at the Hampton Inn Suites at 6.30 p.m. in SeaTac. All right. SeaTac is not a common one. That seminars are held at. So that's very yep. exciting. Haven't been there for a while now. Yep, yeah, Indeed. So, hey, you know what? If you're listening to us from somewhere, you know, that is not around Puget Sound, you can fly in and you're there. Imagine that. That's heck of cool. All right. Sign up. Go to LifePointLaw.com. These events are free and they're a great idea. I took a lot from it and I'm me. So imagine what you're going to learn from it. Again, LifePointLaw.com to sign up. The events are free. The information it really is priceless. It really is priceless. Like the price. And with that being said, I think it's time to... You know what, Rajiv? Let's listen to more calls. Some yep, more let's calls, indeed. We're going to start this segment by talking to... Ed. He called in from Tacoma, and we're going to hear his story now. Ed, take it away.
3: Okay, here's my question. I met Rashid at Praise Covenant Church. He did a seminar. Great. I have a vacation home in Hawaii that I purchased for $1 million years ago. Mm -hmm. It is now worth $5 million. (laughs) I gift the home to my uncle in Idaho, who is not well. I am the only one in his will. And Idaho has no estate, estate tax. I file a gift on form 709 with my taxes. I get the property back when he dies with a stepped up basis of five million dollars. He is way under the federal 12.6. I avoid four million dollars of capital gains. Is this possible?
1: I mean, that's just as beautiful as it gets, isn't it? And the short answer is yes. I mean, that the short oh, answer is yes. If you, if you absolutely trust your uncle that, that he's going to leave yeah. the house to you in the will, uh, there is no reason why this should not work. You can gift it to your uncle so he gets the gift. You use up a little bit of your lifetime gift tax exemption. That's about the only thing that you end up using. There will be some recording fees or whatever fees that you may have to end up paying to transfer the house over to your uncle. So he gets it. And then when he dies, you get it to the stepped up basis. Voila. Now you can sell it. And there is no income tax great i
3: i it's kind of a hypothetical, but I met you at Praise Covenant. I talked to you before the show uh, very good and uh yeah, I bought your book and I'm studying elder law now that's my new hobby eighty seven <laughs> years old I'm studying elder law
1: <laughs> and when you thank get you done reading much. that book, come apply for a job, and we'll have a place for you because there are not too many people who really understand it the way that we we preach it, so i'm glad, thank you well, for you the can. call, Ed and I'm so glad that she came to the Presentation and you're in the right direction.
3: All right, thank you so much, Ajay. You bet. Okay,
1: John, Ed, Age on.
0: Well, Rajiv, you have competition, so hey. There you go. Uh, That's
1: such a a neat little uh, issue. Somebody thinks about all these steps that we need to. because We get lost. I mean, it's so easy to get lost between state taxes. How does that work between income taxes that we have to pay when we are buying a house, when we are selling a house? And real estate values have gone up crazy over the years. And so the question is, you know, you do have to worry about the tax game. But with many people, and and Ed, if you're still listening, I still would challenge you to go ahead and think about it this way. Taxes are important. You need to go ahead and do whatever you can to protect your assets. Yeah. But equally as important in the end, really, it's not going to matter as to how much we end up saving in taxes or paying in taxes. What will matter is, was I able to live out my life on my own terms? Which means that never in a nursing home, never a burden to anyone else. And I had $10 left on the day that I shuffled the mortal coil, which means I was not broke while I was living. And with a $5 million home in Hawaii, I don't think you have to worry about the being broke part of it. But being in a nursing home, if $80 million could not help Casey Kasem stay away from it, then the average person should be looking at that and saying, why will my smaller, considerably probably smaller estate, help me get any better outcomes? And that's the planning that I think we miss out on, right? Because these other things are so uh, common in the pop culture. We talk about all these issues, so it's easy to come up with the questions and ask the answers. It's hard to even define the questions, which in the end prove to be far more important.
0: Yeah, and I want to bounce off that real quick. Do you think the reason for that is because people don't want to have these conversations or they just don't want to think about it and put it off? Or is it just maybe a situation where they're maybe just not receiving the correct information? Well, I think
1: to the contrary, people want to talk about it if there is something they can do about the whole thing. Look, nobody wants to talk about getting alzheimer's wife because what's the wh- what's the remedy? There is no remedy other than if you if if you do start thinking about the whole thing and that's the false sense of security that I' say people do everything they can do to deal with all of these types of issues right but the problem is that Subconsciously, we don't even have to ask anyone. We watch our neighbors. We watch our friends. We watch our family members do similar type of planning that we are doing in our own lives. And yet most of these people, we watch them fall ill, end up in nursing homes. We watch the family members and loved ones go nuts trying to go and figure all this stuff out. And it drives people Bananas. That I did all the planning that I needed to do, and yet I have these outcomes. So at some point in time, you just throw up your hands, kind of give up. I don't think that people don't want to talk about it. I think that the, the people actually consume, voraciously consume the information that is out there. But here's the problem with the information that is out there. The people who are giving you the information, they get that information from their own industries. Industries develop education that is going to support and financially further the industry's cause before it is going to help you. So we have built in gaps and holes. For example, think about the financial industry. How does the financial industry make money? By investing money by selling you products, right? Mm -hmm. So when you talk to a financial planner, typically, or the people in the financial industry, whether it's a financial planner, insurance agent, what do you hear? You need to buy a long-term care insurance policy. You need to invest money, buy gold, buy silver, buy mutual fund, diversify everything. Why? That's connected to how we make a living. Do we talk about, in the financial industry, that in the end, the amount of money you have will not matter? The fact that you have a long-term care policy will not make you immune from ending up in a nursing home. The answer is no. There is no discussion around that issue. Because if we start talking about things that we are not going to be able to further our living, make our living, then we are just wasting time. The healthcare industry, similarly, think about how the healthcare industry makes money. When you're healthy or when you're ill? There's all sorts of information that is out there. If you have a heart attack, do this, do that, this pill, that pill, this therapy, this gizmo, that gizmo. There's all sorts of things about that. But what's missing in the healthcare industry? How to use the healthcare system not to fall ill. And you hear me oftentimes talk about little simple things like, There is published research that is out there that says if you have the right medical team, you can lower your risk of going to, uh, you, uh, you can lower your risk of needing home care and home health by as much as 40%. I didn't make this up, doctors did. But has any doctor that you're talking to, has any insurance agent that you're talking to who's selling you a Medicare supplement plan said that look, I mean, the plan that you buy is going to be less important than how you use the plan. That's never a discussion you and I hear. Lawyers make money by producing documents. Will, trust, powers of attorney. We will ad nauseum talk to you about you should have a trust and not a will because a trust will avoid probate. And in pop culture, whether it is Motley Fool, whether it is all these sites that even I go to, take a look what they're talking about. These sites, they talk about... The wisdom of a trust versus a will, and will, sorry, probate is something to be avoided at all costs. And then people like, uh, you know, many other people will get involved in the act, and they'll, they'll echo the same sentiment. And in the end, it doesn't bloody matter whether you have a will or a trust. Both the documents do exactly the same thing. Who gets what when I die? Do the lawyers, do they ever, ever really sit down and talk to you about, let me help you develop a plan so if you fall ill, you will never end up in a nursing home? Is that going to be the key? Well, we talk about, I can help you not become a burden. What is the typical answer in the legal industry? It is a power of attorney. What does a power of attorney do? Think about it. What does a power of attorney do? You nominate your spouse or your children or your family members or your loved ones or a professional, somebody in your life. And you say to them that when I can no longer manage my affairs, you will pay my bills, file my taxes, manage my money, take care of my horse, my dog, my cat, my car. If the plumbing starts leaking, you'll go figure all that stuff out. That's what you tell them. You have the power to do whatever you think is needed to be done and then we think that we are not going to be a burden. Are you bloody kidding me? Think about it. If today your child needed to step up to your life and start paying your bills and file your tax returns, tell me that is not going to be somewhat of a burden to them. These are the reasons why people don't want to pay attention to it because despite all the planning that we end up doing, we don't get good results. We get pretty pathetic results. But you can change that, can't you? You can do life planning. You can go to one of the seminars that we talk about. And that's what I've dedicated 22 years of my life to, is to figure the system out. And I promise you, there is a better answer.
0: And there goes Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Has joined us recently off the air, right here on Aging Options. Wanted to get some information, of course, from Rajiv. Not the first reindeer to do so. You know, many, yeah. many come along and ask, you know, you receive whether it be TV, whether it be over the radio like we are now. Yes. Or at the seminars, get your advice about life planning, you know, or in person, you know, or in person. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I think I want to ask you real quick as you know, it's the holiday season and, you know, this is a season of gift giving. And I'm going to ask you to. Give a gift to the many listeners listening in right now. What sets you apart when it comes to life planning and what you do to other uh, to other institutions who are in a similar industry? What what makes uh, the aging options of the LifePoint Law brand different? Than other ones.
1: I mean, that's not a difficult one. I mean, that's that's an easy one for me to go ahead and handle because. Look at all the professionals that you ever worked with over the years, doctors, lawyers, financial planners, uh, insurance agents, accountants, the many that you reach out to when you're putting your plans together before you retire or after you retire. Has anyone, has anyone in your life ever walked you and said, you know, and whatever else you going to do, I am going to help you make sure that you can pull together a plan that will assure that you can grow old without the fear of being into a, being put into a nursing home against your wishes, without becoming a burden to your loved ones, or without dying broke? Has anyone ever asked you that question? That's what sets us apart. Because even though the consumer is pretty clear in what we want, right? I'm, I'm a consumer besides a professional. When I look at the rest of my life at, at at 62, and I'm looking at retirement in a different way than I was when I started off doing this work at 42, uh, or at, at 40 when I started doing this work. Uh, and and it, it's clear to me that everything that I am, I'm, saying, I'm I'm saying, I'm hawking, if you will, it applies to me as it applies to everyone. I don't want to end up in some care facility against my wishes. I've got three wonderful children. I don't want to be a burden to them. I mean, I've, I've had, the, had the pleasure of raising them and then seeing them become very successful in their lives. And now it's their time to live. You know, my time may be, coming in the, in the twilight zone up there and I might be going into the sunsetting years up there I don't want to be a burden to them and it has taken me a years to go and pull together whatever money that I've been able to put together for my wife and I I don't want to lose it all but when I look at the planning circles I mean is there any financial planner who's helping me figure this out the answer is no is there any accountant is there any doctor who's helping me make sure that they will they will help me that I don't end up in a nursing home or become a burden when I fall ill. No. That's what sets us apart.
0: As simple as that, ladies and gentlemen. As simple as that. And if you want to contact Rajiv and you know you want to make an appointment with check it out. Life point law. Here's the number you need to call. two five three eight three eight three four five four because i mean rajiv on tv great rajiv on the radio i can attest great rajiv in person at the seminars or an appointment priceless. mastercard (laughs) commercial (laughs) you know rajiv in person priceless get one today that's right no it's excellent it's a great you know what what he does it's awesome stuff uh and i it's not at all weird that you're here in front of me when i say it. it i mean it it is excellent information you're getting and it is uniquely different. I mean the testimonials before each segment we have say it best. People coming coming all the way from Chicago, from the East Coast, to hear about what Rajiv is doing. And there is a good reason for that. So set an appointment today if you, you know, if you would like. Go to one of the seminars especially. That is honestly I cannot recommend it that enough. The 7th, the 10th, and the 12th of January, lifepointlaw.com to sign up. It's a great idea. Speaking of a great idea, let's talk to Jeff, he's calling from Edmonds. Jeff, take it away. Welcome back to Aging Options.
2: I've got a question. Basically, making a withdrawal from a a bank. And uh, I was just wondering, I heard that there was a requirement on on the bank's part to report, make an IRS report if the transfer is more than $10,000. I was wondering if if, um, you know anything about that.
1: Or what yeah, I mean, do or is, not? it is. It is actually true, but it doesn't really involve you at all. Uh, when you're making a deposit of $10,000 or more or you're doing transactions in that amount, I mean, the bank is required to report it. Why? Because they want to make sure you're not the drug cartel that's how the drug cartels were laundering money and doing all sorts of things. So this is a money laundering issue. It really does not impact you. The average person, you and I, when we go down to the bank and we are going to deposit, let's say, $15,000, they just want to know where did the money come from. They take a statement from you, it's under oath. So that means if you end up lying, they can prosecute you, and that's how they're going to nab the bad guys. It does not impact you. But that's a good question, though, Jeff.
2: Would, would I get uh, any kind of form
1: from the bank regarding the IRS uh, situation? Nope, I don't think so. No, they're just going to ask you to tell them where did the, what is the origination of the money. Right now, this is when mm-hmm. you're putting $10,000 in cash, mind you. So if, you're, if, you, if somebody writes you a $150,000 check because you sold your cabin or some property uh, and you deposit the check in the bank, there's no question about that one because there's tracing, there's banking, there's, there's all the stuff that happens. It's only when you're putting cash, okay. actual cash. Oh, okay. That makes a okay? huge difference. Uh, it, does. Yeah. it does. It does. Appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. Appreciate hey, that. I appreciate you calling mm-hmm. an agent. Hey, John. Thank you. Hey, John.
0: Jeff. Thank you so much, Jeff, for sharing that with us. We have one more caller to go here. And I, I invite you all again. When we do have this show live, we don't have it live this week, so we're taking a look at some of our favorite callers in case you just joined us uh, from the past few months. But we'll be back live again next week and the weeks after that. And uh, do call into the show. It's a great idea. Uh, Rajiv Nagayich or Bob Pittman or any individual who's co-hosting with me uh, – and especially and here's another thing when Joe Hillier or Saket Sanger are on as guests I'm telling you call in especially if your questions about home watch care or caregiving or about uh, the Safe Harbor Trust when Saket when Sockhead is on it's a excellent idea to call in then into the program and just you know what Great advice. It still blows my mind how I learn new things, even after uh, helping co-host this show months down the line. It's incredible. But without any further ado, let's go to Kent and talk with Jackie. Welcome, Jackie, to the show.
8: My son bought his home when he was single, and... Then he married. His wife's name is not on uh, the title or the mortgage. And would a community property agreement take care of that?
1: Um, A community property agreement is between your son and his wife. And it will basically make sure that if your son were to pass away or if his wife passes away, then all the assets that are controlled by the community property agreement, which pretty much will be everything unless they carve an exception out, they would all get transferred automatically from one to the other.
8: Okay. I'm not sure that that's what
1: you're looking for, is it?
8: Uh, well, she's concerned about, you know, if he would pass away, uh, the house is in his name only and, uh, her name is not on the title and, you know, basically she would either have to buy it, I guess, or she'd be homeless. And so, you know, I thought a community property agreement might be the answer, uh, so, If he passes away, you know, and his name is only his name is on the mortgage and the title, will that automatically go to her with a community property agreement?
1: Right. I mean, so I think your operative, the short answer is yes, it will. But what you' were saying is that she's looking for an answer, and there's a let me just give you a real rough overview about what you're looking at first of all, her okay. name not being on the house means utterly nothing that's what community property means that when when her husband uh, your son dies, if he dies before her, the presumption is that half the house belonged to her, regardless whether her name is there or not, okay. and somebody would have to. Prove that, that no, 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 this house didn't belong to her. And who is there? Somebody else. I can't imagine there be anyone other than maybe your children or something along those lines. I don't think so. I think, you know, so that's, uh-huh. uh, that is not an issue. First of all, understand the presumption is everything belongs to husband and wife. If they died without a will, the presumption is that the husband probably would have wanted to leave everything to the wife. There will be a probate process, yes, but the house probably will go to her. But is that the best oh. way to plan? No. They should have a will or a trust, something, and or they could have a community property agreement. They should have something like that. But when uh-huh. they are looking at this issue, they have to take a look at how big their estate is. And besides just wanting to make sure that the house goes to his wife, is there any concern, is there any thinking that he wants to make sure that his share goes to the wife on the condition that his share can only be used for the wife and his children and nobody else? Uh If that is Uh a concern, then you have to do a little bit different planning. A community property agreement will be not the way to do that. Then you need to look at something called a safe harbor trust or some form of trust planning that, okay, the house is here. My wife can use it as long as she's living. She can sell the house. Money will go into the trust. She can buy another house. But nobody other than my spouse and my children can benefit from this share of the estate. Uh-huh. So these okay. are questions you need to go down and ask. And because you're asking the right questions, but unfortunately we are asking very simplistic questions. And sometimes it meets <laughs> the mark, sometimes it does not my recommendation. Have your son and daughter-in-law either go to one of these seminars that I do or just have them call an estate planning attorney or call somebody, go talk to somebody who has at least 10 years of experience dealing with these issues. Uh-huh. And if you don't know if okay. anyone call Life Point Law and they've got attorneys up there, uh, they can they can help you out there, okay?
8: And I, I appreciate the answer. so thank you. Of
0: course Another fantastic call on a fantastic show. It, now is it weird if I say it's a fantastic show if I'm co-hosting the show with you Rajiv or is that <laughs> is that just like is that too prideful or is that just confidence it's
1: not it's not prideful at all if you don't think it's fantastic who else is going to yeah, think it's fantastic and it's true. You have to. it is fantastic it, it is very different than anything that is out there so yeah. that you know the, the information I know is priceless it,
0: yeah and like I mean I don't want to I've worked with a lot of excellent paid programming shows before and I've worked with a lot of individuals who are kind of doing you know these kinds of shows and we hope we can bring you a product that is informational, but also, you know, a bit lighthearted at times. You know, there, I mean, we, we try to, we joke around a bit at times, but, you know, just to, to get a chuckle or two. So hopefully we brought you some joy and hopefully you haven't said too many puns the last year or so that have made people like put their head in their hands. I know that's happened a few times in the control room where Andrea and Brady and, and Andrew and they've just gone, <laughs> oh, got this guy off the air, man. <laughs> but hopefully you made you, hopefully we made you laugh and gave you great information this year. And we look forward to, very much to talking with you as we get into the new year and, you know, and to hearing more about what's what's going on with you and seeing if we can help you with your story, with your plan, with your life. That's what Absolutely.
1: we're about. Absolutely. And, and, and it's needless to go ahead and say that, you know, not only do we wish you the very best of Christmas uh, tomorrow as you're going to be celebrating Christmas with your family. And, 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 and I hope you've had a great holiday season so far and you'll finish off even stronger. But know that my commitment or our commitment at Aging Options to see to it that I can help you with the more basic goals that you have in life i mean it i mean we, we we work hard at trying to come up with ways to go and help each and every single one of our clients to make sure that my clients are not the ones who will end up in a nursing home against their wishes become a burden on loved ones or die broke and you can do it uh so with that you certainly have my thanks happy holidays and a very very a very merry christmas
0: to you indeed and you know what Thank you so much. Have a great Christmas. Have a great holiday season. Uh, Enjoy your loved ones around you. Enjoy it. You all deserve it after this kind of year. It's been an interesting year for all of us. And we'll be back with you, talking with you very soon, right here on Aging Options. And as Rajiv always says, age on everyone. Merry Christmas.